Hi, my name is Joy from HealingJoy.com, and I'm a spiritual medium. I haven't always been one. Actually, I grew up in a traditional Chinese family and became an engineer. So my entry into the metaphysical world wasn't easy because honestly, I wasn't looking for it. Trust me, telling my parents that I wanted to leave the corporate world and do readings and healings for people wasn't the easiest conversation to have. But me coming to terms with being a medium in this intangible world of the supernatural, spirits, guides, other realms, it's been a challenge. And I'm still struggling to say what I do for work when I meet new people. This podcast is for me to share with you some of those challenges and to help answer some questions that you may not know who to ask or where to start from. I've been developing and working as a spiritual medium for over 10 years now, and I want to share with you some of these experiences in the hope that it can help you out in your own journey. Because I'm recording this from my house, apparently the most soundproof place is my closet, so welcome to The Closet Medium. Today's podcast, I'm going to talk about spiritual reflections in relationships. I'm going to draw upon my own relationship, as well as some of what I see in clients in their relationships. And what I mean by reflection is typically in a relationship, there's usually one person that's the healer or into metaphysics or a bit more into their spirituality intuition than their partner, typically, not always. But when that happens, sometimes this creates an imbalance in the relationships in terms of one person might understand blocks or lessons and see things differently than the other person. And I found that out in a reflection to me from my partner in a recent argument we had Um, I went ahead and I grabbed some of my sprays and I wanted to clear him because I felt like, okay, there's something on him. He's being really moody. I think I need to clear him. As soon as I got my sprays out, he just jumped on me and said, there's nothing on me. I'm not possessed. There's nothing attached to me. Stop clearing me and deal with the issue, which I was a bit taken aback, but it made me pause and think, you know, how often... I look through the spiritual lens of my relationship and look at the energies around it or look at the lessons and, you know, what might be happening in karmatic patterns. And I get really analytical about it and sometimes actually a deterrent than what's actually happening in the relationship. So it really made me stop and think, what is my partner trying to reflect to me? What am I needing to learn out of this in my own lessons? And what is he showing to me? And part of it is just being authentically human in the relationship. I often see this with my clients as well, where someone who has more of awareness around them in their spiritual growth might see things differently, might see the patterns in their partner and we tend to have the tendency to heal and want to heal and want to teach. And in that scenario, I find oftentimes my clients feel that they want to educate or teach them the awareness that their partner is experiencing. What are their blocks? What are they trying to learn? However, it kind of backfires. And many times 
the other person may feel like you're teaching them and it's a little bit condescending, like, you know, you know better or you see more. And even though that might not be our intention, it can come across that way. And some people just don't want to hear it or don't want to learn or aren't ready to learn. And in some essence, just because I have access to intuition and can do readings and kind of see the energies around him doesn't make me any better, nor does it give me the right to impose those findings onto him. It's been a challenge because we always want to love our loved ones and, you know, watch out for them and protect them and do what's best for not only them, but for the relationship. And unfortunately, sometimes it's their path and their journey. And no matter how much you love them, they have their choices to make. You have yours to make as well, but you can't always guide them. And it's interesting because I know sometimes I ask my partner if he's at a crossroads or something, sometimes I think a reading will help. And I'll give him a reading and he'll be open to it, but then something will happen and the timing work work out or it didn't happen the way the reading came. And then I have to explain to him, well, the future is only predictions on the energy of the present. And then he gets all skeptical again and just doesn't trust any of the readings or energy work that I do. So sometimes I feel like I'm constantly have to justify and prove to him that I can, you know, help him. And I know I need to pull back and say, you know what, this is my belief. These are the tools that I work with. He doesn't have to believe them. He doesn't have to use them to help. He doesn't have to need my help at all. This is his journey. And I really have to refrain um, myself from kind of reading too much into situations when he talks to me about it, which is hard to do when you're an empath and you're getting messages. He'll tell me a situation about work and I'm like, oh, I don't know. I wouldn't trust that guy. I don't know. But you know what? It gets into sticky situation and arguments because then he wants proof or why am I being so skeptical? I don't know him. And sometimes he needs to learn on his own and I need to honor that. And this is just something I've learned in my relationships and seeing it in clients as well. As more and more of my clients open up to spirituality, they're understanding the dynamics at play, the patterns and the blocks in their life. And they can see it in their loved ones. But you can't, you know, what, what do they say? You can't lead a horse to water and make him drink, right? They have their own lessons in their own time to learn at their own pace no matter how much we love them, no matter how much we want the best for them. And you have to understand from a different point of view, the more you interfere with these lessons and you know, give them your spiritual insight or the readings or whatever, they might not experience what they need to experience. And same with you. They're being reflective to you in why you're trying to help them. What are you trying to protect yourself from or protect them from, you might also need to have an experience 
So I'm not saying don't help dear loved ones. That's not what I'm saying at all. I guess I would just caution when you help them, if they ask you for help and what are your motivations to help them. So these are just some of the spiritual reflections I've learned in my relationship, as well as some of my clients and listening to some of their issues and concerns. But it all comes down to intention, I feel. You know, what are your intentions? And are you willing to trust a bit in spirit as well as your partner to let their journey unfold in their own time and for you to receive and be a part of that journey and however you're meant to receive it? So this is just a bit of self-reflection in a spiritual sense in relationship. and I hope it's helped you out. And with that, I'm going to do a meditation tonight about trusting in relationships, about letting the flow of love and the flow of whatever experiences need to happen between two people unfold. So go ahead and light a candle and get yourself relaxed as you need to be. And this meditation doesn't have to just be for romantic relationships. It can be with any person really in your life, anyone that you care for and want to help and be a part of and trusting their journey. So have that person in mind. And if you have a candle, go ahead and light two today, one for you and one for that person and get yourself seated in a comfortable position, taking a deep breath in, exhaling, inviting that other person to be here with you this evening, energetically, inviting their soul and their higher self to join you surrounded by this candlelight, one representing yourself and one representing another. Two flames dancing in the night, twin flames if you like to encompass that energy, intertwining in and out, weaving and doing a dance, breathing in and out, and with every breath, the glow from the candle, from each candle glows brighter and brighter until the candles merge and cross over in their warmth. And in the center of these two candles and that warmth, that crossover, lies the energy between you and this other person. You see them standing before you, their energy and the candlelight that surrounds you both is filled with love and protection. We invite into this protective space your guides and your healers. Not only your guides and healers, but theirs as well to join in. But this is about you and the other person in the relationship of trust. See that light being protected between you. It's a sacred agreement between two souls to walk this journey together. This could be your mother, your father, your sister, a lover, a friend, a co-worker. It 
It's an agreement between two souls. And you care about this person. And we honor that tonight. We honor that intention of trust and care for each other. A contract that was made, that could be renewed, could be strengthened, could be healed or given love. But look at that relationship between you and this person as a bubble of light between you. Is the light dimmer? Could it be brighter? Does that light need some healing? Need some inspiration or love? Imagine putting your hand around this light circle between you two and you invite them to put their hand coveting this light between you two. Protect it, nurture it. You ask for their help. However you want to use this light at this moment for healing, for love, for inspiration, for harmony, for peace. You ask them to share in that intention. You may send it a color, a violet color for spirituality, a pink or a green color for love and healing, white light for clearing, or a beautiful orange glow to strengthen. Feel that light pulsate between you two and this soul. Send the intention, you may say it out loud, with what you wish. This is a connection that you have to trust. The journey between you and this other soul you have to trust to unfold perfectly in its own time. There's nothing you can do to rush it, to protect it, to save it. to just let it unfold at its pace with the trust and understanding and the intention of love to share between you two. Whatever you wish for this soul and you, you may speak it now. Now let that light float above both of you, letting it go from your hands as it rises above both of you. It encompasses the energy around both you and this other person, spreading that energy and intention throughout your bodies, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and then finally physically. We welcome this energy into our reality with this other soul. Breathing in and out, 
We invite our guides to join us now. Join us in the healing, join us in the light, breathing in and out. Being even closer to us as we bring this energy back, back into our hearts as it fills every cell in our body, as it reaches the mind, clearing out any thoughts, any doubts, any worries, bringing it through our bodies into our spinal cord, nervous system, bring it all the way down to our feet. We bring this energy back, back through our bodies, back to reality, back so we can be grounded in this energy in our lives. And we thank spirit and we thank this other person for joining us tonight and holding the space. We send a bit of trust and love our way and a nod of acknowledgement to know that this journey will continue as it should. And with that, we wish you well. Thank you. Thanks for joining me today, and for more information about classes I teach or private sessions, please go to theclosetmedium.com.